Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our podcast, Shine Bright, with Jay Glapp and Sabina Margesin. We will talk about personal growth and life cultivation, and we will record beautiful meditations. So, if you like this podcast, please make a donation. To do that, and also to sign up for our three monthly newsletter, please go to our website www.shine-bright-center.co.nz. Thank you very much and enjoy. Hello, beautiful people. I'm Jay. And I'm Sabina. And this is our podcast today. The topic for the podcast today is the power is in our hands. Understanding what depletes us and what nourishes us. Mm. I know. Exciting. And, you know, there was a point in my life, mainly as an adult, when you're starting to have a lot of things on and things on the go, when I got really 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 depleted so I think I know the first part really well what does depleting mean means like for me depletion means low on energy but Mm -hmm. also could mean like low on emotional reserves just burnt out yes Uh, maybe just drop in a couple of examples to start us off and maybe you've got a couple of your Mm -hmm. your own I'm sure like you'll be like oh yeah right away when you when you're here (laughs) Okay, so so my wife and I, I'm a performer by trade, so I'm a circus performer, I do juggling and I do magic shows for children, that's what I do when I'm not doing this work, Yeah. or when I'm not just staying at home, which is my ideal life. I really enjoy when I can go to one of your shows, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I, en- much I enjoy going to one of my shows as well. <laughs> yeah, and, and so one of the nicest things when I started out with that work it kind of opened doors to to different things. And so one of the things was you could go to festivals. And so you could go to a festival and to start with, you'd just, you'd ring them up and, hey, can I do a show and can you let me into your festival? And then it's like, can I do a show? Can you let me into your festival? And can you give me petrol money? And then it's like, can you let me into your festival and give me petrol money and can you pay me? And sometimes that works. And then sometimes what would happen is my wife and I would end up running these entire kid zones because we'd turn up to a festival and we'd bring circus toys and so cool. I'd be practicing I'd be practicing before the show and naturally because we had a few toys around us then the kids would want to come and play yeah. with the toys people would want to come and play you meet a lot of people and so we would end up getting paid to run these these kid zones mm-hmm. and what used to happen was you'd have a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but you'd just be completely burned out by the end. <laughs> be completely burned out. <laughs> and we had some of the most unpleasant fights between us mm-hmm. after those festivals where one of us was, would say something and then the other one would reply and then we'd be just like really, normally really angry for a really brief moment until one of us had the sense, the sense to just realize what was going on and just shut their mouth and we didn't because we were just 
not we were so energetically depleted mm. that our minds were depleted and our like our emotional reserves were were depleted. Do you know when you're if There's you're, so much out going yeah. on in this type of work too. Yeah, you know? you're just tired. When you attend to children, there is a lot of um, of the chi going out towards organizing and All that looking. Chi. Yeah. So you end up, you've done this really great thing, and you've made a lot of people smile, but you're just burnt out. Mm. And and that was been an ongoing issue for different types of work that I've done over the years. So. I've also worked in after school and holiday care, and that's been the same thing. And I also, well, sometimes, say for example, I got hired by the, by the Meridian, the local mall down here to do shows. I do two shows a day hmm. for a week or something, or or maybe a holiday program would hire me to do shows, or libraries would hire me to do shows. And I'd be doing shows, two shows a day. It doesn't sound like a lot, but. That's just an example of yes. of what it was for me, and you just end up burnt out. Mm. Um, don't know what what other things could. Yeah, you for know? me, I could uh, bring in the example of owning a business. Mm-hmm. You know, always, I owned a Pilates studio thinking. in Wellington, and you're kind of working twenty four seven. If you're not very self disciplined, <laughs> you know, you could also say, you know, I own a business, but I do nine to five. You're but thinking that... about it when you're in bed. Yes. You're thinking about it all yes. the time. You wake up and you Absolutely. start thinking about it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does need a bit of self discipline when you own a business. You know, you can you can find a few measures to organize that um, you learn to say, okay, I'm not going to answer this email now. Or I'm not even going to read any business mm. emails now because it's eight o'clock at night and I don't need to do yeah. that. But I did. So I I was it was a intense way of living, you know, mm. being responsible, always trying to make it right for everybody too. You yeah. know, it's a yeah, bit of pattern. Trying to make it right we, for we everyone. have, you know, we want to make... make people happy. <laughs> but it's so funny that we would make people happy to the point where we would completely forget one person. Yes. And who would that be? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. And that's actually something um, we both probably have learned with these lessons and many more that we have to look after ourselves. Yeah. And we yeah. learn it in Renshi a lot that, you know, as soon as you look after yourself, you can actually look much better after other people. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I can imagine, you know, there are many people out there who listen to it now. They can totally recognize themselves, but also say, but it's so hard. It's really, it's not an easy thing to look after ourselves sometimes because, let's say, parents. Mm -hmm. You know, there is sometimes just not, (laughs) not the option to look after yourselves easily but maybe yeah. many things yeah so we we yeah. will talk a little bit about we'll also talk about that really what soon. nourishes us I, yeah. I guess what what just struck me is like i would feel a certain level of social responsibility you know you'd feel that as an employer mm. you'd be an employer and you've got your customers and that come to the to your to your pilates studio and you'd be worried what if i let them down what if what if maybe you maybe that's not what you're thinking or not what you're sometimes. consciously you did it was down. nice yeah but not not intentional but yeah, yeah. it's all opportunities to to learn you know 
Nobody's perfect. Yeah, and I, and I guess what we're looking at here today is is that kind of a question? Is there another way to do it? Because mm. I think there is. Yeah. And the other way, I feel like what could happen is we often swing to extremes, and mm. so we think, ah. Oh, I feel so burnt out running this business. I'm never going to run a business again. It's just not good. Or I feel so burnt out. I felt like that with my magic shows. Yes. So many friends will say to me, I have friends say to me the other day that I've never known a magician before. I'm so excited just to know you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, sometimes I don't feel that way about being a magician. Mm. So, but sometimes if I've had a week and it's been hard, I would be like, I don't want to go and do this. Yes, but that's not the answer either because we want to find a way to share our gifts I guess whatever they are in Mm. a way that doesn't deplete us and you know this ties in so beautifully now it's Christmas time Mm. it's it also ties in with a lot of difficult situations it's the holidays coming up but it's also um, with the global situation depending on when you're listening to this podcast, but um, but this probably is going to be some kind of global situation (laughs) when you listen to this podcast, that it's people are worried about their businesses and Mm. moving forward. So there is a lot of putting yourself out, but in that process you need to just be checking in if where you are, keeping an eye on yourself as well. It really came in for me when you um, were just talking also the word boundaries mm. you know especially even now at christmas times that we we really notice do i have to set boundaries for myself you know mm, how nice. how how perfect that is does the house have to look for the family to come around mm. or how perfect does the christmas decoration to be yeah or whatever can i set boundaries for myself to be in a better place and sometimes it has also to do boundaries towards others mm. where it's it's sometimes with boundaries it's easy to drop into a pattern again while yeah. we set boundaries so it's a bit again step it's, back yeah. and have a look is it is it healthy is it feeling does it feel good for your heart yeah and, and also for everybody kind yeah. of it needs to be good it can be yeah. kind of loving to a good boundary can feel quite loving um, like say say we're working together and you say hey can you get this podcast uploaded today etc cetera, etc cetera. and I know that I can't yes. then I could say if I can if I there could be a pattern there of defensiveness and then that could I could set a boundary in quite an offensive way that would be obviously not triggering for you but but could be triggering for another person yes. I could be like I just don't have time today yeah. or, but, oh, actually my day's really full now. I know it's not going to work, but I've set some time aside tomorrow Yes. or, or if I do this bit, could you do this bit? It's sort of like, yeah. and actually it can be really loving too, mm. because we, because it's like, it's connecting to how your heart feels and mm. communicating from your heart. And when you do it well, there is love there because mm. there's self love. And there's love to the other person. Yes. And it's it's a skill, so it's not like you could just go out and get it right every time. And, yeah. and I don't either, but something to work on. I would like to bring another example, a holiday season example in here. Mm. You know, 
often, not always, but often it's the woman's job to provide for the food and, you know, get everything ready. And Mm -hmm. it is a boundary can sometimes also be asking for help. Yeah. You know, if my if my partner sits over in front of the TV watching the cricket and I'm kind of feeling like I'm I've totally never seen overwhelmed. Him doing that. <laughs> this must be <laughs> Not a different. My partner. This is a different partner. Someone <laughs> no, else. <laughs> it's just like a, a, I'm imagining um, a scene, not my own scene. Is this? Um, um, <laughs> is this like your ideal man? Is it, sorry. Carry, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> so, you know, I could just bring a board and the knife over to the table, to the mm. TV table and say, oh, mm. would you mind cutting up this for yeah. me, please? You know, it's oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a nice way of asking for help. And I'm sure that mm. it would it would be very um, sometimes. Yeah. Ha- welcome. Sometimes it's a, around our patterns of of we have patterns around why we can't why we can't say no to doing things or why we can't ask for help yes. or why we can't why we have to say yes when we don't really want to say yes and that it's, can yeah. be a bit tricky to, yeah. to to discover those patterns and work on them but mm. but it, in the process like yeah if you're a person who isn't used to saying no mm-hmm. when when we give this advice just do that that could feel really hard mm. and it just yeah. feels really hard for me to ask for help sometimes yes. so I work on those patterns work on why it feels hard and make yeah get some progress there and it it could be good if i look at that good. pattern and let's imagine it's me yeah you know but it's not really my life okay mm. but it's me okay so i probably would stand in the kitchen and think you know why do i have to do everything myself mm. and he's not even thinking he's about just helping cricket. me it's just watching and and so I'm 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 getting myself into this kind of tunnel vision, you know, it's expectations and yeah. and so but like I gave the example before, if I would just ask for help, mm. then I don't have to go that tunnel vision. And, and you know, and some tunnel, people are very passionate about cricket. That tunnel vision <laughs> that tunnel vision depletes you. I know, I can't I'm still yeah, I know a lot, my whole family loves cricket. Yeah. And I was still struggling to understand. I was it's 10 like, years, uh, 13 years in a family who really loved cricket. And I like, I started to enjoy it too, but it didn't. I love, a like, game, I love a game of cricket on the beach. Yeah. With a tennis ball and a bat. Oh, I, don't, I can't play it. I can just watch it. Oh, well, you could come and watch me and... and oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure about that. Okay. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to add the tunnel vision is also another way that depletes you. Mm. And we could get yeah. tunnel vision over lots of things. You know, it's all tunnel, like yeah. the, I have to do it all myself or, mm-hmm. or this is all bad. It, it becomes overwhelming. And it's always and it's, like that. Yeah. It's like try to <laughs> open up the view a little bit, mm. try to open up the view a little bit. Mm. So, so what have, Let's have a look at some the nourishing nourishing. So now we now we have a little bit of an understanding of what depletes us, and and I think it would be really nice if you've been listening to like imagine maybe as you've been listening, what what is it in my life that maybe I'd like to set some boundaries or make some changes, or where am I seeing that I might be depleting myself, and then 
is that the direction I want to keep going in? <laughs> yeah. And and then if it's not, well, maybe we could talk about what it has been for us, where the yeah, changes have been. That, but even, you know, if you can't make a change immediately, there are little things you can do, like focusing on your breathing, you know, taking just mm. a moment out, a moment of stopping yeah. and just going inside and things like that. Mm -hmm. But obviously, ideally... We look at our life and realize, you know, maybe I need to change something. I, I found Qigong practice really helpful. Mm. So the, the Yuan Gong that we do, yeah. because I would, I had a commitment to always doing, pretty much would never do less than an hour's practice a day. I always had a commitment to half an hour standing meditation. Mm -hmm. And it, w it was just like this solid check-in on my energy levels, mm -hmm. you know, because if I'm depleted, it's much harder to do the practice yes. and it's harder to stand there. It's harder to, for the mind to stop moving. And what would happen is if I get really depleted, when I come home from a gig, then I just want to watch things on my phone. I yeah. want, and that's, I'm not saying that's wrong, mm -hmm. but it could, the, the feeling of depletion could kind of spiral down. Mm. And by just having some kind of healthy habits, like for me, this meditation, the Qigong, yeah. was kind of, was a real big check-in, like, ah. Oh. And... Restoring. Restoring. It mm. builds my energy back up, yeah. but also just shows me where I'm at as well. Yes. And I, let's maybe bring a few examples in for Christmas time or for mm. the festive um, time. It's... It's for many people, um, it has to do with lots of people, you know, family, and it's not always easy as much as we love our families. Um, so sometimes we can just say, okay, I take some time out for myself. Exactly. And it can be really as simple as just connecting to nature, sitting at the beach and watching the waves and becoming one with the waves mm -hmm. you know playing with it yeah if you are already a little bit uh, uh more experienced with um yuan gong you can even kind of bring information you feel like your christmas environment needs mm. into the chi field like you know, while you do your breathing, you just send that beautiful love and that calm and relaxed energy to the house and to your family and to yeah. the Christmas lunch mm -hmm. or whatever. It's yeah, and it's, it's a little bit like, well, you've got the tunnel vision that we talked about before. And the opposite of the tunnel vision is, is a more open state, is kind of being open. Yes. And so being open is being aware of, of everything not just not just not just oh my god i've got to get this done and i know i'm not trying to say it's easy mm. and i'm and i'm definitely not trying to say it's easy but but it's like when but it's like when you can become aware that wow the family's here there's some nature outside um to me what is christmas about assuming people are celebrating Christmas, but what are holidays about and family gatherings are about gratitude and appreciation mm -hmm. and saying that everything else is part of the ritual and what's really important is to be there with your heart and 
and even even that sometimes is to be there with your heart with the family but even just sometimes I will just go and if I've got a if, if I'm up at my parents house for Christmas or something I'll just go sneak into into the room that I'm staying in and lie on the bed for a bit you know and just yeah. chill out for a bit yeah. yeah two words which might be very helpful as a little advice or tip not advice a little tip for people is especially with this type of situation if we could accept and forgive anything in any moment mm. then it has a very powerful quality mm. the being together but the accepting might need a boundary you know yeah. i might have to accept some i accept something and i will still say hey could you could you stop doing that or could you help mm. me with that or whatever and forgiving you know i can yeah. forgive anything ideally yeah <laughs> it's a forgiving so close to just being able to accommodate yeah. and if you think i know that that could sound quite surreal to someone but it's like the the universe can accommodate everything that happens so and we are part of the universe and we can we can be in that state of being mm. and that sounds very contrary to our culture yes. but if you were to take if you were to just take it a little step back and look at our culture mm. uh, maybe there's some things we could work on yes you know maybe we think the way we do things now are good but my experience of that open accommodating state has only been good yes and stepping away from expecting that the other person changes something yeah. you know to really step like you say step that uh, step back see what's going on see what can i do and then as a well observe as a, what's um kind of an aside to the topic we're talking about people change when they feel safe Yeah. The number one thing That's that true. every person needs to feel is safe. Mm. And so you work on your own self-change and your self-growth. And when you're with people, feel your heart and feel their heart. And just in little ways, try to make them feel comfortable and safe. And it's really beautiful because mm. when they when they see that you're wanting to grow and wanting to change and wanting to adjust the way you do things... And then, but they feel safe. They don't feel under threat. You're not pushing them to change faster than they're ready. Yeah, it's it creates that space. Mm. So it's again that's that forgiveness and accommodation. You're mm. you're saying, I accommodate you as you are completely now, and I give you permission to be who you are and to to change if you you know not to change exactly, but it's like that permission that that space you give people creates miracles. Yes. And it, and it's what you can do for yourself as well. Yes. So the per first person to accommodate is yourself. That's we... great. We'll probably slowly wrap up. Well, I w was thinking, wouldn't it be great to just lead one or two minutes of Dante and breathing? Yeah. Because I feel like... Sounds good. Some of this has been like... very good and I think sometimes you need tools as well 
Amazing. Yes. Nice solid toes. It's nice to give this um, exercise to people who might not know it yet. Mm. Do you want to guide it? Okay. All right. All right. So just gently close your eyes. And just take a little bit of time to relax down through your body. If you're the type of person who celebrates the, the, the tradition of giving gifts, whether it be Christmas or birthdays or, or some other celebration, imagine this gift of your body that you've been given and move your awareness down through your body to settle your awareness down feel inside feel your connection to the universe the whole universe feel the chi of the universe feel your openness it's like when you're in a beautiful place in a forest or in nature or by a beach, then you feel this, the primal chi of the universe. But actually it's there all around you just with a thought. It's never not there. You could be in an apartment or a car on the highway listening to this and it's still there, that chi, the primal chi of the universe. Connect to it with your heart and bring your heart inside. Bring your awareness inside to your, to your whole being. And just become aware now of two things. One is your breath. Just let it relax, let it be natural. Don't try to make it longer. Just let it be what it is. And the other thing is in your abdomen area, like a, a ball of this pure bright chair of the universe is inside the abdomen area. And when you breathe in, it's like this ball just expands and fills the space of the abdomen. And when you breathe out, you feel it contract and get smaller. Now you're just, just these thoughts. The thought of the breath in the Dantian, expanding and contracting, it's a very light thought. And just take 30 seconds to do this now, to keep doing it on your own. If the mind wanders, just bring it back lightly, gently to this thought.
Feel how beautiful the internal space of your body is. Feel how beautiful the space is. It might could be challenging to start with, but it's just a skill to develop, something to work on. It's something very interesting because it is never the same every time you do it. Remember this feeling, and whenever you need it, say to yourself, I can come back here and, and use this to come back to myself. Feel those heart qualities that we talked about today. Today we talked about forgiveness and accommodation and acceptance. You can always come back here. And now just draw the hands around back to, or place them on the belly. And today we just open our eyes slowly. That was lovely. Thank you. It was fun. Very fun. Okay. Yeah, thank you everyone. I hope, I just feel so privileged that you listened and that you joined us. And thank you for all the work that you're doing to learn about yourself and to make each day a little bit brighter. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful time. Mm. And see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.